Uh, we also have people that give through something like Faith Promise, which we'll talk more about in just a few moments. And then we give through special projects from time to time, uh, like this current Next initiative that we're in. Uh, but as we think about Faith Promise, Faith Promise has been a part of the tr tradition uh, and the work of Lebanon Christian Church for a, a number of years, 30-plus um, years to be exact. And um, it's the way that we have chosen to partner with other great works in the world. Uh, our mission as a church is to uh, love Christ and to love our community. It comes from the greatest commandment that Jesus uh, speaks to to love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, your strength, to love your neighbor as yourself. And so we want to love God and love others, and we want to do that here, but we believe God has called us to do that throughout the world. Um, through, throughout this Faith Promise series, we've looked at uh, God's heart for the lost um, and challenging us, do we have a heart for the lost? We, we've looked at how God's called us to go into Jerusalem, what's close, Judea and Samaria, what's nearby, and to the ends of the earth. And, and so Faith Promise gives us a way um, to make a commitment for the coming year to say, you know what, in 2019, this is what I plan to give through a one-time gift or, or, or through a weekly gift or a monthly gift. And, and that comes together to support a number of organizations. Uh, we have these Faith Promise books that several of you have received throughout our Faith Promise uh, season here. They're more available out in the lobby, uh, at the Welcome Center, at the Hub, and uh, it, it details um, the list of the partners that we have making a difference in the community and around the world. Um, what we wanted to do today is give you a chance to see and to hear firsthand how the gifts that you give make a difference. And so we, we started this last year. We had some of our partners come in, and they just simply shared stories of transformation uh, from the previous year and, and how, how God is making a difference. Uh, last year we had Fame and Haitian Christian Outreach, um, someone from a mission in the Ivory Coast, uh, this year, we've brought uh, individuals in from Love in the Name of Christ, which is a local organization, Life Centers, which is in our local area as well, and then TCM is one of our partners that's working throughout the world. And so here's what I want to do. Over the next several minutes, um, I'm going to invite them up in just a moment. I want you to hear their stories, and here's what I want you to hear, that because of your support, uh, whether you feel like that's small or large, you are a part of the transformation that's taking place through these, these stories, these organizations. I want you to see that you're, you're a part of what's happening. And as we commit through Faith Promise, uh, we partner with God taking his incredible message uh, throughout the world. Uh, and so this time, if uh, our guests would come up, um, we'll share some stories together. I'm joined uh, by uh, Marsha Overfield with Love in the Name of Christ. Many of you probably know that as Love, Inc. With April Wilson uh, from Life Centers here in the Indianapolis area. She's the director of our local uh, Life Centers, what do you call it, a center? Life Centers Center? Location. Right? Location, sorry. Um, and then Brian Sears, who's here on behalf of uh, TCM, uh, which again is doing work throughout the world. And, and, and again, uh, as, as Marsha is going to start with us, just listen to these stories of transformation that are taking place, all for uh, the name of Christ. Well, first of all, it's a real blessing to be here today and to be able to partner with um, Lebanon Christian Church in the work that we do. Um, I just want to stress that... Um, it's just all, all really about a relationship that we have with, with our churches and with 
our neighbors, our clients, and the community. Um, we start every morning by answering phone calls, and um, sometimes you hear Love, Inc., but, but what we normally say is, love in the name of Christ. And that's, that's pretty um, humbling when you think about it. We say, love in the name of Christ, how can I help? Um, when you think about it, that might be the only time that somebody has really felt what it might feel like to, to, to receive God's love. And so um, we think about that throughout the day. Um, transformation is something that happens either in big steps or in little steps. And um, I'm going to share some of those. But I wanted to just make sure you know that true transformation, I have to put my glasses on for this, true transformation only comes through Christ. Um, in 2 Corinthians 5.17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. So any kind of transformation that really is lasting is the transformation that happens that's... Um, we're, we're just able to help and to facilitate. Um, the first story that I want to tell you um, about is um, a neighbor that uh, the first time I saw her, she came in and she'd been out uh, on the street like all night long. And so that was humbling just to see her uh, be alone. Um, she actually had a walker and was very hungry, needed food, and so we were able to supply some of those needs for her. Um, despite all the struggles she was going through, she was, she was still very, a very strong woman. Um, she thanked us over and over for the small things that we were able to get, give her. We, we kind of lost touch with her for about a week or two, and as we would lose touch with her, there would be that fear that something had happened. Um, but then she would show back up again, and we would help her in whatever way we could. Sometimes it was food. Sometimes it was a voucher to go to a church to provide things for her. Then within the last two to three weeks, um, she came in, and she just had a big smile on her face, and she was with a friend. And she had found a place to live. She was staying with a couple. And she said, for the first time in my life, I feel truly happy. We invited her to come to the transformation classes that have been taking place here at Lebanon Christian Church. And um, they, they kind of got lost. They showed up late, but they, they did finally make it. And um, I think she said it best as she kind of proclaimed to the class, everybody has a God-shaped hole in their heart. And until they find God, that can never be filled. So... She's still on that road to transformation, but she absolutely positively knows where it starts. So that's one of the, the, the stories we have. Um, there's another story of um, a young woman that's attending classes here as well. She came in, and the first time that she came in, I remember um, thinking that she was just very shy. And thankful, thankfully, she had a mentor with her. And... Um, she had things that she was needing, furniture, and oftentimes furniture is what brings people to Love, Inc., but it's amazing how God can use anything. Mm. Um, so we started um, conversing and put her on the list for furniture, and 
eventually we were able to invite her once again to the transformation classes and she's come faithfully for the past four weeks and surprised me yesterday when I talked to her on the phone um, she said I went to church last week she doesn't have a vehicle so she had to go to a church where she could walk to she went I went to church last week I'm planning to go to church tomorrow which would be today and she said I don't want to lose everything that I have I want to move forward I want to change what I'm doing in my life and and when we had the classes that meet she She's been really faithful about bringing her folder. She takes notes, and um, it's just gratifying to see that that relationship that we're developing and the prayer that she has weekly um, is changing things in her life. Um, the last thing that I want to share happened to um, our receptionist, uh, who's a, a great lady, um, really a testi testament to what God can do. A lady came in that was really tired and weathered and wanted to um, register to get furniture again. And Lynn took her into the other room to start the registration process. And as she was registering her, she just noticed this sadness that was falling over the lady. Um, as that went on, um, Lynn was looking forward to the opportunity to pray because at the very end of all of our registration, we always offer prayer. So at the very end, Lynn had said, just ask the Holy Spirit, what should I say to her? Nudge me along. And so she felt as though she should ask this lady if Christ was her savior. When she asked that, the lady responded that Buddha was enough. And Lynn was bold enough to say, no, that's not what, that's not what you need, you need Christ. <laughs> So she offered her the opportunity to pray the sinner's prayer. And right at that moment, the lady accepted Christ as her savior, started crying actually as she re relinquished, and that was the story of a new beginning. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to share um, what Lynn has said about that um, moment in, in her own words. She said, I thank God that he used me to be his hands and feet for those that just need a touch from the master's hands. It encouraged me because as you go from day to day with our shortcomings, the Lord has it all in control and will use those that are willing to let him work through them to comfort those who really need the Lord. And I thought that just said it all. It says everything that we do with our, our mission here in Boone County. And I just wanted to leave you with this scripture, Ephesians 3.20, that says, Now all glory to God, who is able, through his mighty power, at work within us, to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. And that's the way it is in this county and with our partnering churches. It's about the prayer. It's about you being there to help those in need and us all working together to make a difference um, for the Lord. Awesome. <clears throat> Before April shares, I just want to commend uh, you, Marcia, and, and, and Tracy, who co-directs uh, Love the Name of Christ with you. One of the things I've always been appreciative 
uh, of with, with Love, Inc. is how you view other people and um, how you're very quick to call everyone you work with neighbors. And I just feel like that's so affirming. I think it's so easy when people are hurting or in need um, to feel like they're a burden on somebody. And when you say you're a neighbor, you're like, wait a second, we're in a relationship together. And so I, I think that what I, I so appreciate about you guys is how you restore value to individuals as you come alongside them. I think that's just such a part of God's redemptive story. So again, uh, thank you very much. April? Well, good morning. Um, in case you don't know much about life centers, um, first of all, our Boone County location um, we had for maybe close to 18 years until we had a fire a couple years ago. So we have now been in a new building for about a year. Um, this time last year, the building was completely empty, and now it is full of baby clothes and maternity clothes and diapers and wipes, and you have all been a part of getting that building full. And I invite any one of you at any time to come by and see what it looks like. Um, but traditionally, our ministry has been to um, offer some um, counseling to women in a crisis pregnancy or face, facing a pregnancy decision, but we are also able to go beyond that um, to help with some physical needs. And sometimes that's the doorway then to be um, a further emotional and spiritual support. And um, as I was preparing for this morning, I had several verses that um, came to mind that I think really reflect um, how we help our clients. Galatians 6.2 says, carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. And so um, carrying each other's burdens means being present and listening. And sometimes um, that, um, I always talk about it as it's a sacred privilege to sit with someone in their struggle and pain and really just listen and know that we don't have all the answers, but we can come alongside them and help them through that time. And sometimes that's, you know, what is simply impactful in that person's life. Romans 12:15 also says, rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. And uh, we love rejoicing at finding out our clients are having a boy or a girl, and especially when they've um, given birth. Um, but also, um, there are times we need to come alongside a client who's suffering a miscarriage and honor that that was a life that um, the Lord loved and honor that that's a grief. Um, and then 1 Corinthians 3.6 says, I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. And so really, um, this ministry has taught me to actually celebrate the smaller things. Um, transformation doesn't happen overnight. We know that in our own lives, our story probably involves, you know, maybe 10 to 20 different people that the Lord has brought into our life at different times to disciple us, to bring us to Christ. And so it's not going to be an overnight thing. So um, what I celebrate is maybe one time I meet with a client and that time she declines wanting prayer at the end of the session. But maybe the next time she says yes to that. Well, that is a bigger deal than maybe it seems. So I'm learning to celebrate those um, small steps. Um, before I share a story about one of our clients, um, I want to share, too, um, what some clients have said um, about our time meeting with them um, on their exit survey. The most helpful thing was the attentiveness to listening about my life and the help I was given. So just that simple act of listening. 
my counselor really understood where I was coming from and didn't judge my situation. And I know you find in love in the name of Christ as well that it's just the simple, I'm not judging you, I'm taking you as you are, how can we help you get to where you want to be? The kinship of your help and encouragement and talking to you, being understood. Everyone here greets you warmly, you feel welcomed as soon as you walk in. Um, so let me share a little bit about um, a client we've encountered this past year that we're still working with. Um, I will call her Megan. Um, she came into our community earlier this year um, knowing she was pregnant, but she had to move from out of state to separate from difficult situation with her husband who was making some bad life choices. And so the only person that she knew in our community was... Um, the relative that she moved in with, and um, and not only that, but just facing a difficult physical um, pregnancy where she wasn't going to be able to work to earn some money to get the baby items that she needed, and um, she has an elementary age daughter, but you know we don't keep our baby items for seven years usually, so um, she was needing to start over. Um, so we initially helped her with some maternity clothes, and then as we got to know her. And she came to trust us. She humbly asked, would there be any church that could do a baby shower? Um, just thinking ahead, how, how is she going to provide for this little one? So um, we were able to arrange um, through a local church. And um, she was nervous about, you know, having a group of strangers throw her a baby shower, as you can imagine. So she um, came to the church kind of a, a few Sundays before. And then the day of, she was still really nervous about being the center of attention. But um, she came, and this group of ladies just um, loved on her, listened to her. They bought gifts for her little girl, um, too, so that um, she wouldn't be left out um, of the baby getting all the gifts. And, um, and really, she just opened up and shared with this group of ladies. And she had a um, very difficult last month of pregnancy, so this women's ministry team that um, did the baby shower were able to just pray for her, lift her up during that time. And so she um, finally gave birth a couple weeks ago and um, brought in um, her little baby girl to the center this past week, which is always the highlight of my week when I can hold a little baby. And um, and her what was on her heart um, was to want to give back to this ministry team who did the baby shower. And I don't, you know, women who've had babies, I'm not thinking about like fixing food at, for someone else right after I've had a baby, but she was like, I want to fix them some cookies and brownies and give them a thank you card. And so we're working on arranging that for her. And um, I will say, you know, the story is not over because it is, as Marcia said about relationship, it is that chance to um, continue to get to know that person, to see um, what's happening in their life, how can we come alongside that, um, and it really is a privilege. Um, and I, it reminds me of um, Philippians 1, 6, um, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in us will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. And um, I can't help but closing, too, with um, excerpt from my favorite devotional I will give a little plug for called New Morning Mercies. If you don't have it, then you need to have it because it's very encouraging. Um, but I was reading Friday about, um, it's talking about the ministry of prayer. And I think all three of us sitting up here would say that is what is central to our ministry. It's our prayer for those we serve. It's your prayers in support of us. 
So prayer is the celebration. In prayer, you bask in the wonder of what it means that you actually do have a heavenly father. You find joy in the reality that he has chosen to give you his kingdom. You're blown away by the fact that he unleashes his almighty power to meet your needs. You celebrate forgiving, rescuing, transforming, enabling, and delivering grace. You find joy in your inclusion in his work of redemption. You find hope in the glorious future that is to come. You are amazed by the fact that because Emmanuel has invaded your life by his grace, you are never, ever alone. You find peace in the fact that grace means you are never left to the small resources of your own wisdom, righteousness, and strength. You meditate on God's glory and goodness, then celebrate. You rejoice in the fact that you no longer have to look for life in the people, situations, and locations around you, but you've been given life, life that is eternal. And that is our prayer for each of our clients. Awesome. That's so tough to follow. I was the last in the first service, too. It's like, well, what can I say? But maybe I should just slip out quietly. <laughs> but um, I noticed after, after first service that um, a couple things. One, some of the things that you said that, uh, of course, they're, they're calling, knowing that you're a Christian organization, then, of course, you're going to be uh, having that wonderful thing that people that aren't Christians, they, they look towards. And they, we're supposed to be different as Christians. But... Sometimes we go through things in life, and, and, and one thing, I thought of two things up here, one being that we might be, this coming week or maybe in the past, that we might be the only Christian this person ever sees, and are we acting the most appropriate way? Um, yesterday, we were on a motorcycle, we were going down to Nashville, and we were on 465 in the middle lane, and this lady over here did not see me, and all of a sudden, she's right there, and then there was a semi right over here. So I don't want to get into the whole physics thing, but there's not much room for me right there. So I, I put on the brakes, and I got behind the semi. You know, semis are really tall. I never really, I was like right there. I was just, my heart's in my throat. And I really wanted to, just to be honest with you, give this person an obscene gesture. That's what threw my mind. <laughs> then I remember my wife was with me. No, I, 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 I didn't do that. Sometimes I'll, I'll ride up beside them and just give them a look. Why did I do that? I don't, it, they don't care. But we might be the only person, only Christian people, people see. And that really, it's, it's really important that we try to conduct ourselves. You guys do it every day. And I think through TCM, we're certainly uh, uh, trying to give the education to people that, um, that need it. And I'll talk about that a little bit later. But I want to talk about the second thing I thought of when I was up here during first service is I'm wearing mismatched socks. <laughs> I, not only do they not match what I'm wearing, they don't even match each other. And um, anyway, I'll try to get past that. But, um, but uh, I want to tell you about uh, a name. The important thing today is a man by the name of Sergei. Am I pronouncing that right? This guy has wrestled with Soviet wrestlers. I found out between the services. That's amazing. Uh, but Sergei uh, is a, a missionary. Is, well, he lives in Belarus. And he's always grown up in Belarus. Today, he, he has been in the ministry for two years. He's already planted three churches which is amazing. And, and uh, I think where, where TCM really helps the people that, like Sergei, he wants to stay in Belarus. He grew up there. That's his home. But where is he going to get the education? Well, TCM is there to give that education. And the only reason that they are there is because of you and your giving. And I also found out, I've learned a lot between first and second service. I'm looking forward to what I can learn between the next service. 
but that you have been supporting TCM since this church started, hmm. which is amazing. How many years has that been? 30? 35 years. 35 years. And TCM has just been around for 60 years. But so half of the time TCM has been here is because of churches like you. We just want to thank you so much. But Sergey is an example of, uh, he's one of 1,500 uh, people that have gone through TCM's education. There's a guy there at the end. You're taking TCM classes now? Yeah, right now, yeah. Yeah. And uh, there are other persons. Another staff, staff members doing it too, yep. Which uh, is awesome. But uh, Sergey, when he grew up, he grew up in the Soviet Union. So back before the, the fall of the, the, uh, the Iron Curtain, you know, Christianity was just, your, your allegiance was, was to the state instead of Christianity or did anything else. Uh, and his dad was a, a, a military officer in the Soviet Army. And uh, for, for good, good thing for Sergei, he went to visit his grandmother in the, the summertime. He cherished those times because his grandma would read him Bible stories. And not only that, she would read him large sections of the New Testament, and he just fell in love with the Lord. And he was so excited to go back and tell his family this newfound thing that he has. He was so excited about it, but his father was very upset. And he told Sergei's grandmother, if you say one thing about Christianity, one thing about this Jesus, which is nonsense, you'll never see your grandson again. Well, she never shared with him again. But she did leave him a New Testament under his pillow, which he found and began reading every day. And now he is still in Belarus and has those three churches, which is an amazing story. Of course, God gets all the credit. But it's because of people like you. You here in Boone County in Lebanon are having an effect on Sergei. And I think it's really neat. I don't know if this will happen or not. I'll have to ask the preacher about this later. But in heaven... You think we'll be able to see these people that we've, we've never, we've heard of? Like Sergei's grandmother, she's had such an impact. Sergei, and then he has built these three churches, and who knows what's going to happen after that. And I, I, I really believe that people will be running up to us. You know, you don't know me, but because of your giving, I was able to get the education to build these churches and take your, your, uh, the message to all over the nation, all over the world, rather. But do uh, you think that'll happen? Do you think we'll be able to see those people? You're supposed to have the answers. You're so. the minister. You no, know, the preachers do not have all the answers. No, that's um, not true. Uh, He's got a big book back there. He's got all the answers. No. He wouldn't let me look no. at it. I certainly hope so. Yeah. But, uh, but again, it's, uh, it's because of uh, your giving and uh, Faith Promise. Uh, when, when I went, I, I'm from Fordville, Indiana, and we had Faith Promise every two years. It was, it was always very, very uh, exciting. And... Um, it's really, you're showing love. We show our love to each other here. We know each other. But how do we show our love to the, to the rest of the world? And uh, through Faith Promise, it's certainly uh, the way we can do that. So thank you very much for your support. Thank you, Brian. I want to take a minute. <clears throat> I have a few more words to share, but I want to just pray over uh, you guys and your ministries that you represent. God, I thank you for uh, the, the courage uh, in Marsha and April and Brian to share with uh, many people. I know they see some familiar faces, but many people they don't know. Uh, but they're so passionate about the work that you're doing in, uh, in this world and in, in, in the areas that they're involved in and even beyond. And I thank you for the impact that love in the name of Christ has had in Boone County uh, over the last several years and how you seem to be giving them an increasing a favor, an opportunity. Uh, we know that um, disadvantaged, distressed, 
um, people that are hurting and in many cases would say they have no hope are going to be present in our lives uh, until you're coming. Uh, and God, you've charged us with making a difference. God, and I see Marsha and Tracy and others uh, through love in the name of Christ just boldly striving to, to help um, individuals who need hope and help physically, spiritually, emotionally find it. And God, so we, will you just please continue to bless that ministry, Father? May you continue to help our churches uh, partner and be ch- we choose to be generous with them. Just cultivate that heart in us, Father. God, I thank you for uh, April's leadership at, at Life Centers. I thank you, Father, that you provide a, a welcoming, uh, compassionate uh, face and word when, when, when so many women uh, come in distress. And, and Father, may you use them uh, to not only uh, go about saving lives, but God rescuing women and helping them see hope. And Lord, I thank you for TCM. I thank you for uh, how, how Brian and his wife have, have loved their son who's on staff there and uh, who have partnered with that ministry, that you would help TCM continue to make a difference all around the world, training up leaders so that the lost can be found and they can be saved. God, thank you for uh, their ministries. Thank you for your hope. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Thank you, guys. In just a few moments, um, we're going to sing a song, and uh, our ushers are going to pass the offering plate for what will be one of two times today. And in this first time, uh, the offering plate is passed simply for uh, those of you who've been praying over the last few weeks about your faith promise commitment uh, for you to take that form that you filled out and to, pr- to place it in that plate, and, and we'll get those, and those results will be tallied, and we'll see how, where our partnership is as a church over the coming weeks. Today, uh, next week, and, and hopefully by the end of October, uh, anyone that's willing, uh, anyone that God has stirred to be a part of Faith Promise 2019 uh, will have made their uh, commitment. But one of the things I wanted to share, I got really excited as I thought about this day of sharing stories. Um, to think about the individuals and their ministries, uh, Love the Name of Christ, Life Centers, and TCM. Uh, they really represent a global work, locally, uh, internationally. And what I love is that through our commitments, large and small, we're a part of seeing the lost be found and people be saved all throughout the world. And I know we, we hear words like I preached on last week from Acts chapter 1, verse 8, where it says that um, we'll be his witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. And, and I think if you're like me, sometimes you wonder, like, how do I make a difference in the life of that person who is in a country that's um, uh, dominated by, by, by Islam and, and, and even Christianity is suppressed? Or how do I make a difference in, in human trafficking? Or, or how do I make a difference in the lives of, of vulnerable women? And it's like, I, I don't know where to get that start. And the beauty of faith promises is as we partner with these organizations all throughout the world, your dollars accomplish that. You're, you're a part of that. Um, just one quick story that came to mind this morning as Brian was sharing about TCM and, and one of our first experiences um, over at their main campus in Austria. Uh, Audrey and I were there, and one of our first days with students on campus, these students from 40 different you know, nations are there gathering to learn how to go and, and share the good news of Jesus. We met these Moldovans, and these Moldovan men were just like, 
huge, hugely strong men. Like they were like, if you picture the strongest man competitions, like guys picking up boulders and setting them on stuff, like it's just like cupcakes. Um, like this, that's what these guys, and, and one of the first days they said, hey, uh, we hear you work out. I know for some of you it's surprising, but um, they, we hear you work out. And so what we do each morning is we run up the side of the mountain. Will you run up the side of the mountain with us? And, and I was like, no, I kind of make coffee in the morning. So I kind of got out of that. But then as we sat meal after meal after meal with these men, uh, they shared how uh, they were involved in a ministry that was partnering to help women who'd been rescued from sex trafficking. Um, if, you, if, if you don't know much about sex trafficking, it's not for me to inform you of the course of our morning today. But Eastern Europe uh, is a place where um, women are bought and sold like candy bars. And it's incredibly um, frightening and infuriating and, and, and saddening. And here are these men who are out leveraging their lives uh, to, to help rescue others. So not only do they find rescue physically, um, but spiritually they find Jesus. And um, they were inspired because someone was impacted by the ministry of TCM. And then now they, as young men, uh, 20s and 30s, are being impacted by TCM. And, and people are being rescued. And that's a part of your story. Like when you gave uh, to Faith Promise in 2018, or maybe your gift's still coming this year, you were part of rescuing women in Moldova. And, and that's pretty stinking cool, if you ask me. Uh, and, and when I see the people that were here and, and all the other ministries, that's what we're a part of. And so when you, when you make that commitment in faith, know that you're partnering with people being rescued and saved all across the world. Um, if, if you have your cards and you've made your commitment, I'm going to pray over those with you in just a moment. And as we sing this next song, um, we'll collect those. If you're not prepared to make that commitment today, uh, then you can make it next week uh, or the following week. And uh, we'll see what a difference we can make in 2019 together. Let's pray. God, thank you. Uh, thank you for entrusting us with your resources. God, I know that in this room, uh, many of us have way more uh, than many in the world. And God, within this room, um, Many of us have more than others. And God, may you just inspire us to, to use what you've given, uh, to make a commitment in faith, uh, to invest in work that's happening all around the world. Uh, God, I pray that uh, the commitments that are turned in over the next few minutes, that uh, would just be honoring to you and that those who make them could, could see that they're a part of uh, your work, both here uh, and, and all across the world. God, thank you for giving us Jesus. You are the greatest and most generous giver, and it's only because of him that we can give to others in need. And it's in your name we pray, in your name we commit, in your name we sing. Amen.